Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, uh, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john i'm lucky i have uh, decent equipment in my classroom to accomplish this tonight i'm jd <laughs> and chris <laughs> Ah, yes. So we're a day late because of the uh, sweaty one. Because of my fault. <laughs> now you you cannot say it's your fault when like the power in your house is out for a week now. No, it's been a couple of days. It was like early. I think I texted Dave around noon on yeah. Sunday. I'm like, we woke up this morning with no power and I don't know what's going on. And so we stayed at my in-laws and we still don't got no power. That's so I'm no doing this. Machinery? Wow. My Plus, father-in-law is uh, an electrician, but so we're taking with their, we got professionals and they're trying to figure out what the hell happened. But uh, so I'm at school. It's late. Squirrels. Just it's got squirrels. done with practice. Don't, don't apologize know. to us. You did the best thing you can do for someone. Yeah. I had plans and then I got to cancel like at the last minute. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I got to sit on my couch and watch TV instead. That's great. <laughs> I've spoken like a true introvert. I, I concur. <laughs> I did the same thing. I went to my mother-in-law's and watched wrestling. So I guess it worked yeah. out fine. So I guess that's how you're doing, JD. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, John? What's new in your world? Not much. Work, more work, and starting to put together my equipment for next week for the New York Comic Con. Oh, that's next week. Yeah. yeah. Going through all the emails that I've seen you pushing past me, Dave. I'll get through them. So... Yeah, it's just working out a little bit so that my back doesn't get thrown out, dragging 30 pounds of audio equipment through for what? I think we walked maybe 5 to 15 miles while we're there. I will have my Fitbit this year, so we'll know for sure. <laughs> You'll know you. I always, I'm like the kid at Disney World, always 20 feet ahead of you. <laughs> oh, no, we got to go here, John. Where did John go? Damn it, I lost him again. You remember those so, family circus cartoons where it showed the kids and it was just their footprints yeah. like all over? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, wow. and since you're talking shop, I sent you calendar invites for things that are like definite at this point. So make sure you're looking at the calendar too. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at my calendar. Other than that, my 15-year-old cat is starting to show signs of her age. Uh-huh. I've got to take her to the vet on Thursday. Does she prefer Fox News now? <laughs> no, not yet. Um, <laughs> she's not too old, then. Yeah. <laughs> she played. Played. Now, she's not eating, which is not normally a good sign. I've spent 200 bucks on all different types of foods to get her to keep her weight up until this vet. They say it might be like hyperthyroidism or something, but we'll see what the vet says. She still plays like a kid, so I, it's not like she's in pain or anything. But other right. than that, uh, I don't know, just I caught up on Ahsoka. 
I'm in the 600s for One Piece. So I am now officially almost halfway through. <laughs> it's important to have a goal in life and to dare to dream things. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But if I take too much time off, I'll, they'll, I'll get further behind. It's, 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 not, home, so it's not supposed to be homework. No, it isn't. It's just I find it really funny that I got to put together how many hours I'd have to take out the film and everything. But I'm sure it's got to be like, a couple of months straight, no sleep of just watching One Piece to get through the whole. Sounds anime. exciting and fun. Like you're making that's <laughs> definitely a life worth. Let, let me tell you this, and actually, this goes towards our main topic today. There's so much backstory and stuff. It's got such this rich history and rich backstory that you're figuring out little pieces of as you go along. What's the One Piece? What is Wano? What? Who's pulling all the strings for the world government? Why? What happened during the missing 100 years, 800 that years sounds, ago? Like, sounds it's like, really cool. Sounds like an episode of Columbo. Columbo could have solved this not, in under sounds, sounds like the complete opposite of our main topic, too, by the way. The part that goes to their main topic is how much backstory there is. And let's just say I watched the director's cut of the movie. Uh, so anyway, that's it for me. Hi. How you doing, Chris? I'm pretty good. Uh, I had my 14-year wedding anniversary last week. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. That was fun. It was on a Tuesday, so we didn't do jack shit. What else? That is appropriate. You reached that stage in a marriage where you're just like, (laughs) you're still here, huh? Actually, we both went to the doctor that day, so that was funny. Ah, (laughs) yes. You're getting older. I'm older than her. And then, okay, so you guys remember, like, getting like paperback collections of comic strips or like mad magazine, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. You remember yeah, that kind of stuff? Like, it's like a format that doesn't, magazine, so. it doesn't like exist anymore. Like little paperback, like books at like yeah. airports or libraries or stuff. Yeah. So I, I just, yeah. Like little stuff like yeah. that. So I was doing research for something else. And at the same time, the printer I used for my last book had gotten a hold of me and said, Hey, we got this paper, this new paper called groundwood. It's like mass market paperback paper. And it's like really cheap. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I was like, I wish I had a bunch of cartoons to collect. And then I remembered, oh, I was a cartoonist in a previous life at one point, and I do have hundreds of pages of cartoons. So I made a little, I made a little book Ooh. of cartoons. It's very not safe for work, but I can flip through it because you probably can't read it. I don't know what to do with it yet, but it turned out really great. I'm really happy with it. It's fun. It even smells like those old crappy paper books, oh, cool. paperbacks. That's pretty. Who knows cool. what I'm going to do with it? Back. But it was cheap, so I printed out a bunch of them and. I've just been giving them away for now, but that's it. That's all I've been doing. What about you, Dave? Let's see. Since last week, Frosty's in the chat. Hey, Frosty. Happy Monday. Is Keeping it... it frosty. I I actually went to the circus on Saturday. So... Sure. I know that was still a thing. <laughs> so there's, it's the act, the cir- actual circus is Cirque d'Italia. Italia, so it's an Italian circus. Hey, and they travel around the country. You would go to an Italian circus. Oh, hold on, listen. <laughs> oh, well, let's not get ethnic. They do <laughs> the announcer uses all. I'll bring you into the too. <laughs> they do themed shows, right? So this time of year, it's the Paranormal de Cirque, or I think it's called, or Cirque de Paranormal. So it's a horror-themed circus, basically. It was cool. There was a like one of one of the things oh, that all was, kind of horror themed. <laughs> A guy, comes, pasta past. a guy comes out dressed as like Leatherface and has a body slung over his shoulder, right? And he attaches it to this like chain or this rope and it starts going up. And as it goes up, the 
the cloth falls away because it was in a bag, like a body the bag falls away, and it's a woman, and it's her hair is attached to this rope that's pulling her up, and then she starts like swinging around the doing her act, and it was like, ow, so it was that kind of thing. Very Rapunzel. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, there was this there was a I wouldn't call him the master of ceremonies, he was more like a clown. And he would come out in between the acts into the audience and do stuff. And the the stage was dark. So that, that was, it's theater. The stage is dark. The, the stage hands are changing things around for the next act. There was a juggler. There was a guy who was, I can't do it justice. And unfortunately, I did not take any pictures. It was a giant, like, I would say hamster wheel, but the whole thing spun like this. And the guy was like walking on it inside of it at first and then started walking around the outside he's up as high as he can go and he starts jump roping and that's when i was like oh my god like this guy's gonna die <laughs> so it was neat yeah so it was a cool show i recommend it well that was gonna be my recommendation so <laughs> all right that was the show guys but yeah, they're all across the they're all across the country cirque de paranormal i think it's called so just look that up or paranormal circus we you'll use find our hands it. more at the italian circus yes they did they used they, their hands more did they the yell time. at you when they were having a regular conversation <laughs> and did they keep trying to feed you at every turn <laughs> did they keep <laughs> shoving pasta in your face and saying Instead you look on candy it's you look skinny yeah you have to eat this <laughs> yeah they had a little girl dressed like wednesday that's cool who was hey, pushing cool. around a baby carriage and like at one point she pulled out a severed hand so yeah it was neat Sort of confused by who the target audience is, but I like it. <laughs> that besides that, I got all caught up on Ahsoka. I'm gonna guess John's caught up on Ahsoka. I got yeah, no I power. You, I was about to say, but JD has no power. I got no power. I was gonna watch it this weekend. That was my plan Sunday. I was going to watch all of Ahsoka and binge watch the final couple episodes because apparently Ezra Bridger is Jesus Christ. So I wanted to see what was gonna happen, and no, I didn't get to do it. <sighs> It's like a recurring theme here. You know, um, you know, JD, I live in the country. Just, JD, go back to your house, raise a sword up, and say, okay. by the power of grace, hey, well, I thought you were then serious. you will have the power. I tried that when I was like five. It didn't work. But, but in the modern age, you could put the Disney Plus app on your phone. I ain't eating up my wild. I ain't up my data minutes to watch Ahsoka. You have data minutes? Yeah, grandfather. All right, no power, no network. You got it. Okay, yeah. Oh, come on, man. You go can't on. use the Wi-Fi at school? I don't want to get fired. Oh, you're not going to get fired for using to, the Wi-Fi I don't have. School? I don't have I'm doing that right now, but I don't have tenure, <laughs> so I can't watch TV during class. How about you, Chris? Are you caught up? I am. Uh, I have soaked all the episodes up. Oh. Go ahead. I'll bail. Good. <laughs> all right. So what did we think of, of the latest episode, John? There is a very specific reason why they would not put a lightsaber in Ezra Bridger's hands. And that's so they could still focus on Ahsoka. And yeah, the minute they, because Ezra Bridger is a prodigy like Anakin was. So the minute they put a lightsaber in his hand, it would be like Luke Skywalker showing up. And it's, I don't know, man. I think it seemed more like he doesn't want, didn't want to. Yeah, they're going to have to give a good reason for it, and they didn't really they didn't really have a chance to because plot was moving along. Yeah. But I really want to hear what they're going to do with his character because I, it would be a shame after all these years of people waiting to know what happened to Ezra Bridger to have him been have him be shunted aside as a secondary or tertiary character when most of 
the plot no, not is basically trying to find him. We'll see what, what he does, if he's just in the background or something, but he should be able to pull off. He is an incredibly powerful force user. He should, There's only he should. one more episode. No one has any illusions, like... I know, anything's right? It's really going to get tied up, right? Like, mm. we don't. No, everything's going to get tied mean, up in the, in the movie, the floating movie, right? Yeah. That's so, the thing, is that... How are they going to wrap the show up, and what's the movie going to focus on? Is it just going to be... Thrawn I don't care Thrawn. about the movie. They need to. I do care about the movie, but right now, yeah, they need to satisfy me with a season of TV, and I'm a little worried everything's going to be left dangling. Because because there's only one. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only one left. Did. I've enjoyed it so far, so I'm not complaining. But that's just there's a you know you're like looking at the clock like there's not much time. Left. I would I would pay money <laughs> if at the end of the last episode the TVA shows up. The uh, <laughs> one of the fa- one of the the fan series I've heard is. That the sisters turn on Thrawn and actually kill him. Oh no! You could ever see that coming? And a bunch she of and she become and they become the main turning. villain of the movie. So that's one of the but, fan theories. Wait, wait, who becomes the the main? The witches, the the, the sisters. I, I can see that, but you, yeah. you're still discounting the fact that Balin is being drawn to something. That's the thing too. Inside that that the Night Sisters are trying to get away from. He's taught, he's hearing something that is trying to get out that right. maybe the, even the Night Sisters don't want getting out. Yeah, so, and that nobody's taking into account. Man, don't you wish these were the the sequel movies? Yes. Uh, yeah, I know, be, right? This would have be been awesome. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, it's a shame. And it is. Does it take away from the sequel movies? You think because these are so much better? I, I don't see how it helps them yeah I, no, no no nobody really expected anything to be as bad as them anyway that's not true our expectations after the prequels were insanely low somehow so. palpatine palpatine returned <laughs> they, they're making t-shirts of that for crying out loud yeah <laughs> yeah yeah somehow he returned like yeah no and that's the thing i, I want to see is it just going to end they need to they need to end something in the show to right. have people feel satisfied that something happened in the show besides finding Ezra and Thrawn and helping accidentally helping Thrawn get back to the main galaxy. I like that though. I like that they went to find Ezra. And so then that caused the, vi- I like that as a, that makes sense. That's what that. Sabine said. It's Thrawn basically out and out told her, you've just doomed your galaxy just to find your friend. And Sabine said, you wouldn't understand. And because Ezra is pretty much the only real family she has, she considers him family. If not, we don't know if it's going to turn romantic or it had or it did turn romantic. We all we know is that she cares enough about him to burn the rest of the galaxy just to find him. It's Star Wars. How romantic could it be? Well, they (laughs) at least there's no no sand on that planet. It could be at least Luke and Leia romantic. <laughs> Gross. No, when you're talking romantic, Gross. though, that's you're talking Han Solo and Leia, right? Yes. So, yeah, of course. But that's you. That's chemistry you're just not going to have, and they haven't had. Yeah. They also did sleep together in real life, so maybe that helped a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Probably a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're all just of the mind of. Let's see what the ep- last episode brings, and we'll be able to grade the whole thing on that. <laughs> your, your final paper is is half of your grade. <laughs> That's one of those things, too, right? If they don't stick the landing, it feels like the rest of the show was a waste. And the rest of the show has been good. 
I've liked it. But it needs yeah. some kind of ending. Yeah. Yep. One episode left and everything's still hanging. And I don't want a Game of Thrones type <laughs> ending. <laughs> yeah. I, I was a little, I guess it wasn't sand, but I was a little disappointed in the other universe or the other galaxy. No, Christopher Smith. No. No, Ahsoka does not die. <laughs> Besides, we don't know if she can die at this point. Yeah, so Christopher Smith says maybe it's the end of Ahsoka's story. Somehow she dies and is up to Ezra and Co. to stop Thrawn. Yeah, I don't know. I find it weird. That That'd be cool, if, but they just don't... They're so bad at killing off characters. This yeah. is true, too. Again, Ahsoka's already died twice now, three times. And this last time she died goes to the world between worlds and comes back stronger as Ahsoka the White. Maybe she's like a super saiyan. Every time you kill her, she comes back stronger. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. try it. Try your luck. Yeah, I don't know. That's, There's that's... Too, too much investment in Ahsoka anyway. Nobody wants to see her die. She still has She still has. That's when you kill a, a story you, to tell. That's but when that, you kill characters, when people love them the absolute most. That's the best time to kill them. Uh, I need JD to back me up here. What happened to you guys in your childhoods? I had a bad childhood, if, and I think you, that that is me. It's a great way if you want to, depending what you're going for, but that's it, a great well, way. Well, it can also turn your entire fan base against he you. Went you the, George, he went to the George Martin School of uh, Writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God, no. No okay. one is safe. That guy can't shut up. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll just leave it at we're We're cautiously optimistic. We're in a holding the, uh, pattern. Yeah, we're not holding panels, but optimistic for the last episode. So we'll bring JD back in? Yes. Yes, tell JD to return. I'll come back for the just that part of the episode next week. For a <laughs> I guess I don't know what the topic is. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. No one knows. Is it safe? I did want to say, and this is uh, safe for JD, and this might be a controversial statement, I think the Clone Wars is better than Rebels. Really? I do. There was more that went on during it. Um, there's a more there's more variety of story. You get single episodes, you get three episode arcs, you get whole half seasons, you have episodes where you don't even see Obi-Wan or Anakin for I don't know, it's just it was a lot more variety. It, the other one's a lot more focused, I do agree, but it like loses like a little bit of the charm to me because anything could have happened in that other show. Is how it felt. True, but Clone Wars didn't have Chopper. Oh, Chop. didn't, didn't have an annoying droid? Oh, no. War crime. <laughs> committing. He droid. said Chopper, so, sick him, boy. But what I heard was Chopper, sick balls. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, my yeah. God. Movie. Um, movie. Come on. Come on. Wait. Say it again. Again. That's from a movie. Say the I line heard, again. He said Chopper, sick him, boy. But what I heard was Chopper, sick balls. I I it's really familiar, but my brain... It's not working. Stand by me. Come on. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. What? What? <laughs> You've never, never seen, seen Stand by Me? Nope. Oh, you weren't a child. Crazy. That's I forgot. He was, I was a child, child of the seventies. He's yeah. still a child. How have you not seen? Fair, this? fair. You should rectify that. That's that's an amazing film. I just watched it a couple months ago. It holds up. It does hold up. They said that once about time in Hollywood as well. I'm sure Quentin Tarantino was just quoting Stand By Me. Is it, is it anything like Bridge to Terapathia? Because that broke me. No, it's about four preteen boys that go see a dead body in Which is it's a Stephen King movie, right? It's a Stephen King movie. Yes. Possibly the best Stephen King movie. Nothing mm. supernatural. It's about four kids who bond 
while on this morbid trip. And they succeed, and they realize just how fucked up that was. It's a great yep. movie. It's a yeah. great movie. Yep. So it it's got, like, got it's that, like, and then he added the orgy to uh, it. It, it. Okay, so a lot of it was workshopped in Stand By Me, in the body, what becomes Stand By Me. And it's Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell as kids. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a cast. And the bad guy is Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. And John Cusack is there, too. <laughs> it's, Junk. it's like a who's who of 1980s kids, and it's Rob Reiner. It's a freaking fantastic movie. I cannot say enough good things about it. Damn. I'll have to go see it. Okay. I'll, I'll pick it up. Yes. All right. You know what time it is. It's uh, time for some social media madness. Uh, I think I'm going to go watch Stand By Me. <laughs> I think JD's losing power at the school. So we asked a question this week. Okay, Christopher Smith says, I haven't seen Stand By Me either. Bridge to Terabitha was heartbreaking. Yes, absolutely it was. Bridge to Terabitha was really good up until one point. And then your heart just dies. There's, that's not a problem. And you're crying. <laughs> Feeling what? things is not a problem. Yeah, that's makes what I'm telling you. I know. I mean, and it's that's why I'm saying it's a really good movie. I'm not saying don't yeah, watch well, it. I'm you saying know, if you just bring a box of Kleenex with you. I do think you need to learn to feel things more, John. So, All so the in, emotions. In conjunction with this week's theme movie, I asked our audience, "What is the worst comic book movie ever made?" So we'll start over on YouTube. We had Fan Boy Dan seventy eight say. Zoom with Tim Allen, and I forgot that was a thing until. Oh my god, that's I don't right. even know what that is. Oh, it's a superhero movie. Is that yes. a, is that a comic book movie? Is it based on a comic book though? It is based on a it? illustrated book. I don't know if it was a comic book. Nah, it doesn't count. Move on. Yeah, I'm with Chris <laughs> on this one. I yeah, no, it's funny because I, I looked it Tim up Allen in it. it and was... I watched the trailer, and I'm like, oh my god, I did see this movie. And Courtney Cox and Chevy Chase and what year was Spencer this made? Uh, 2006. Oh. Yeah. And then James Burton said, Man of Steel, I hate it so much. I agree, but it's not the worst. There's worse. Yeah. It's just egregiously bad. Over on the Tiki Talks, we had Mr. R. Savage say Superman 4. Pretty uh, bad. Yeah, it's up there. Pretty, I'd pretty give bad. It so that was are... probably my first thought. Yeah. I didn't. They're all wrong. This, Continue. I, I got the answer to this. Okay. Okay. Hold on. So Wizard Podcast said Electra. It's pretty bad. It's up there. Champloo T said it's fan four stick and Batman and Robin for me. Most of bad. these I can enjoy even if they aren't good. Your amigo Jeff said Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman 2, Green Lantern are the worst in recent memory. Morbius is up there too. Wonder Woman 2 is a misfire, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. TV movies are, are we counting TV movies in this? Because the Doctor trial Strange, of the Incredible. Oh, the whoa. no, no. Yeah, no I mean, that was part of a series. Where I like the Doctor Strange. I was about to say Z Nerd Flower said Doctor Strange 1978. I like Doctor Strange. Or Wonder Woman with Kathy Lee Crosby from 1974. Oh, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. And wait, what about the one where Captain America stole a car? <laughs> also, not great. That was um, in the. It was, the 70s, man. 70s, yeah, that was in the 70s. That was a made-for-TV movie. What's the right? David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury thing? Oh, yeah, that was a Fox movie in the 90s. Arthur King said, Wonder Woman 84, only real choice. The others were at least fun with things to make up for the writing. 1984 had none of that. I'm guessing this person's like 20. Yeah. There's yeah, way worse movies the than that. Um, 
Colby Carter says Thor Love and Thunder, Catwoman, and Justice League. Oh, Cat Catwoman was Justice. bad. Catwoman is horrendously Catwoman bad. Catwoman is really bad. Uh, it's, so, it's so bad it almost wraps around to being Is bad. it worse if the movie tries or is it worse if it doesn't try at all? Depends on the level. Asking. Depends on the level of effort. Yeah. Speed Force 75, 751 said Batman v Superman. It's the bad. only movie I consider a zero out of ten. Bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> but there's Sir, worse. Sir Will Cush says The Flash. 8-Bit oh, Ray bad. says I'm going with Son of the Mask. Oh, Ooh, that's Son a of bad the Mask one. was horrible. That yeah. is bad. That's Never good. Yeah. He, I you know, know five minutes I know of I that could... song with the guy's face. In your, in Jamie your Kennedy yeah. as the uh, mask. Yeah, um, exactly. What, what a good replacement for Jim Carrey. <laughs> Andrew C. just says any male superhero suit with built-in nipples, hands down. <laughs> nipples are bad. I'm glad nobody's saying anything like, was it Mystery Men or Nobody Superhero High? Those were really actually really good. Um, I'm, I'm I'm glad nobody's mentioning those. I'm, I got over on them. over on Facebook. Scott Stopper, my my old boss, said Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. Disagree. I like that movie. A close second would be the Thomas Jane Punisher. Disagree. I really like that and movie. Scott, a- anything it's... with Dolph Lundgren is a national treasure. That man <laughs> is. That? Wait, I will say that Scott is a big DC guy, so. You know, it probably Fair. had points off just for that. Ray Stevenson? My friend Doug That's said, worse than both of those, yes. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah. Said He's, Blue... It was awesome, though. Awesomely terrible. I'll give you that. That's a that's a that's, mystery science theater movie. That was the first superhero movie directed by a woman, too. That's true. And it's bad. <laughs> what about when he kills all those... Oh, it's <laughs> silly bad. Don't get me wrong, but it's bad. <laughs> it's Rambo bad. Yeah, Rambo bad? Is that the thing we're saying now? That's well, Rambo right, but it's not, Rambo bad. <laughs> Not Rambo bad, but what what, what was the the takeoff on Rambo? It, it was a takeoff on Top Which Gun one? and Rambo and all. Hot, hot shots. Hot shots. Hot shots. Yeah, it's hot shots. Hot well, shots. Does anybody remember Top Secret? I remember Top Secret. I Don't do. kill I her. Love, yeah. I love that uh, funny movie. <laughs> Sorry, my friend Doug, who's been beating this drum for uh, weeks now, said Blue Beetle. Oh, shut up! What? No, he, no. He's literally in it. His family saves him. Some superhero garbage. Yeah, he's. He's trying to get me to say it was bad, and I'm not going to say that, Doug. You could say the same thing about the Black Panther movie. That's just the exact same thing. Not in it a yeah. lot. His family tries he, to say Is he trying to get clicks or something? <laughs> Whatever. Move on. Yeah. Gary Matthews said London's Punisher is gold compared to the first Suicide Squad movie. I agree with that. I'll yeah. verify that. That's up yeah, there. That's a, that is excrement. And most of it is because of the Joker. Yes. And then in our the Superhero Speak Hangout group on Facebook, Don said, The Crow 2, City of Angels. The Crow <laughs> yeah, was such an awesome movie, so to have it be followed by a steaming pile of bird shit, wow. Bird shit is, you, it's very that's frustrating. what happens when your male lead, Brandon Lee, accidentally commits suicide. And then you know who you're replacing with? Eddie Furlong. Yeah, oh Eddie God. Furlong. Jesus Christ. Eddie Furlong. God, what a piece of shit. Also, there's yeah. only 100 pages of Crow comics. Yeah, so, yeah it's like, not much and there's what four movies? How'd you do that? They were trying to make another remake <laughs> so, for like a decade. They can't get it off the ground. I know. Christopher I Smith like Zoom. I can't comment. I don't even know what Zoom is. It's yeah, Son of the Mask is not, not good. good. Yeah, are we on and Zoom that, right now? That's the best I, best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> somebody say. I like Ray Stevenson because he was trying. It's just the movie's not very good. 
to no Meteor Man or anything like that. Everybody's going with some of the... No, Man is hold great. on. Meteor Man. I know. Oh, we're still going? More people contributed to this one? Oh, my God. We Man, have a lot of social question. media followers. Finally, over on X, formerly known as Twitter... A uh, negative audience. Geek to Me Radio said Fan 4 Stick. Uh, a lot of people... It sucks, but there's yeah. worse. Uh, Randy horrible. said... Okay, Randy commented again. Superman 4, Quest for Peace. And Spider Lou said The Return of Swamp Thing... 1989? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a soft spot for that one. Yeah, they it's Swamp Thing picking up Heather Locklear. Come on. All right. How is that bad? So you so then True. You've, been, you've been chomping at the bit, JD. What is the worst superhero? There's two. Ever? There's two. Okay. Steel starring Shaq mm. as John Henry Irons. That's pretty good. That's and good. the Pamela Anderson classic, A Barbed Wire. Barbed oh. Wire. God, I remember that one too. <laughs> Those Why movies. I want to remember that one. Are butt cheeks. See, the problem with that is you want to face on comics like greatest world. Barbed from Dark that's what, that's what I'm saying. Based barely on barely a comic book. Barely a comic book. I give Xenoscope shit, but Xenoscope it's is like, ups. like way far and away. Yeah, barbed wire. I believe they both came out in 1995 or 1996. And Steel. It's a tie. Those movies are the drizzling shits. Weird, they came out as like Marvel's going bankrupt and the whole comic book industry nearly goes down the toilet. Yes. On itself, yes. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> so uh, that's it. That was all the it? social media madness for the week. Told ah, you. See, Chris is right. Told you. you forget that those exist and you have to live a little better. I am and now, now we brought that back into your life. Aren't you I glad am, you're listening? <laughs> I am a connoisseur of garbage. All right. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, I don't know why you would. You can... <laughs> So you can learn about more garbage. Here's a good friend. Don, to the show. Find out more about garbage. Enjoying the show? Do you want to be part of Social Media Madness? Go ahead and head on over to SuperheroSpeak.com. You'll find all the links you need, episodes of the show, comic reviews by Chris, and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, you can also check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, baby, So Wizard Podcast, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and, of course, Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars, and you're not going to be disappointed. Make sure that you are commenting on our Twitter articles. Could be a poignant comment, could be a stupid one. Either way, gives you a chance for Dave to possibly mispronounce your Twitter handle. All right, I've rambled on enough. Let's head back to Dave and the gents on Superhero Speak. For Don's spot is when he took picks on Dave, making butchering you know, people's names. I just I, think I adore that one. Don needs to redo one though, because instead of saying Twitter handle, change it to your TikTok. Ex- your TikTok oh, handle. Your X handle sounds like like the last couple of weeks we got something more else. Rest, quite frankly, last couple dumb, weeks I think we got more responses off TikTok. Thing. So TikTok is the fastest growing social media app. I just don't have the time to commit to it. It's like yeah. effort making TikToks. Like yes. You got to put work into that shit. Fuck, I don't have that kind of attention span. But you want another full time job? That's what I'm saying. Wow. It's like a full time job to yeah, post on TikTok. Yeah. yeah it's, while it's we're here, work. while you're here now watching us, make sure. You hit that subscribe button, click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we go live most of the time on Sunday. Sometimes on Monday. Sometimes. Depends on who has power. My bad. (laughs) Move to the country, she said. It'll be great. We live in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) 
<laughs> too much Wi-Fi. Sometimes, sometimes your power doesn't work, even though you've got the solar battery. It's supposed to last forever. Well, what if the problem with the solar battery? Uh, like yeah, yeah, actually, that could be it. Hmm. They, the, those solar batteries can be like Christmas lights. If one goes out, welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and. What the fuck? The I am so sorry. I clicked on that by accident. <laughs> Dave, wait, I'm the one that's wait, drinking wait. here. T-bone uh, a conversation. <laughs> you shouldn't. So anyway, you're saying solar podcast. batteries. So uh, we're going to pull out whatever John's talking too much. <laughs> oh, that's actually a really funny bit. <laughs> when someone like, to the Oscars, when they start playing too much, like when you talk too much and the band starts kicking in, uh-huh. we'll just kick in nice. the old intro that lasts three weeks. <laughs> Brilliant. That's funny. Uh, I like that. All right. Well, on that note, we will be taking a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the news. Some podcasts are like this. Are there bloopers in Funny stuff happens on set all the time. Do they ever make videos of that? Yeah, sometimes. I feel like they should. I feel like fans would really like that. I keep most of my bloopers in my only scenes. What I keep in is the banter. Just the kinds of funny things that we say to each other in between like positions Mm -hmm. or whatever. This funny thing happened the other day, actually, where I was Damien Dysky. He was like, are you working tomorrow? And I cracked up laughing because I was like, oh, he's about to me so hard. Oh my god! (laughs) He's about to rail me. Okay, that's hot though. Was he just considerate? Okay. He's got like almost like a dread style. He'll f*** you really hard. But just the way he said it, I thought that's so funny. My answer was, we'll see. (laughs) And some podcasts are like this. They get new fish from you. Notice this on menus? Oh, mahi mahi. Where's that been? Dude, go read Moby Dick. See how many mahi mahis they got in that sucker zilchy bro i'm somewhere the other day and the guys oh we got line caught barramundi dude i don't give a fuck how you convince that thing to swim over here i don't care if you poured nicotine in the water for a couple years and slowly got him addicted and barramundi i never heard of that give me a real fish people have heard of catfish swedish fish it's a candy but everybody's heard of it trout Uh, tuna fish I'm just sick of some of this fake fish shit. Every Oh, we got butterfish. We got whitefish. What the f- What are you talking about? Where'd you get it? You got an email from the Lord and they said, oh, they, we releasing two new types of fish? Like it's a new shoe? But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. When I was younger, this guy was definitely a villain to me. As I'm older now... <laughs> It's hard to be like, yeah, Hammond, you spent $23 billion making Jurassic Park. You could not spare more money, a million dollars a year for this guy's loyalty. You spent $150,000 just to have these two people show up for a weekend. Right. You couldn't spend $1 million. On one third of your infrastructure. On one third of your infrastructure (laughs) and data control. What the? The only reason he's a villain because he's sloppy. It's Newman. They'll True. never feel bad for him. That's what they did. That's what That's it what was. They did. If it was anybody else, if it was Idris Elba or Matthew McConaughey. Fuck, if it had been Michael Sarah, I'd have mm-hmm. been, <laughs> been like. <laughs> you are now listening to Call 45. This is Beat em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www cult45podcast.com also check out our youtube for that sweet video content cult45 the only podcast that puts hair on your chest
So for the first time, I actually read the closed captioning on that first video. And the one girl asked the other if there are any bloopers. And I'm reading the closed captions. Uh -huh. If there are any bloopers in corn. Corn? C-O-R-N. That's how that's the how, algorithm read that's that. That's how good computers are. That's how great. <laughs> and people are worried about AI taking over. And they're asking if there are bloopers in corn. In corn. <laughs> hey, it's not like the things in charge are smart now. That, that's oh. the problem with YouTube. You, YouTube <laughs> used to allow people who watch the videos to actually help with putting together the closed captioning. And then they cut them off because they're all auto-generated. Now the auto-generation is crap. We're going to bleep OnlyFans, but we're going to make sure we hear... You can you can, you can still go and audit, edit your your closed caption, but yeah, if you don't... It's they used to let fans... Wait, oh, if, fans. Like people watching it. Like you watch well, the video, there's no closed caption. You could go in and closed caption it for them. It is way more fun It's right. way more fun to imagine the bloopers in corn. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it a Stephen King thing then, right? Right. Where do you think those children came from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, let's start Around with the, the, the article sleeping. I sent afterwards because I forgot to include it. It was something John brought to my attention the other day in uh, Discord. Do you want to remember what that was? Oh my goodness! So one of the so you're gonna have to one of the extras from Batgirl is suing Warner Brothers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good luck. Oh, I did. I did because see she got uh, injured in a motorcycle accident on set while they were making the movie and she points to there was laxed like safety uh, restrictions and stuff do oh, during gee. the movie that caused it to ha happen because they were cutting money everywhere when they were making that movie she'll be getting a nice check from warner discovery possibly written know. off by david zasloff himself but it's funny yeah. when i was like reading it i'm like they really didn't want to make this movie like they kept cutting money and cutting corners and like I don't get it. Like it feels like one of those uh, movies they were made just to make it, so they can an Ashcan film, if you will. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. For sure, feels the way. One day I want to watch this movie because they're going to release it someday. Because the strike is going to the strike is not done for it's done with WGA. They're right. done, but SAG is still going strong as of right now. And even if it starts tomorrow, we still have a nice little, little six month window where nothing got made. So you, you correctly predict the end of the strike, JD. Did I? I was listening to the podcast and it was last Sunday. I was because I was like catching up and it was last Sunday. And you said, even if it ends tomorrow, and it ended that Monday. <laughs> there Good you job. go. <laughs> I, I am Kreskin. I have psychic powers. <laughs> I cannot use my powers for good instead of evil or pointlessness, quite frankly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, eventually they're going to release this movie and we'll all see how shitty it truly was. And I can't wait. We, we should there, – there was one thing I wanted to mention about the agreement with the writers, the WGA agreement. They got a good deal. Um, because it goes with some of the stuff we talked about streaming. One of the big things about streaming and residuals and stuff is nobody knows the numbers. One Piece came out. It's supposedly the, mo the number one stream show in 84 countries, but we still have no idea what those numbers actually mean. And other times we've heard, oh, this did great. This had millions of viewers. It come to find out way, way later through a leak that the reason why there's like a million viewers here is that they're counting everybody who's seen any five minutes. Like or five like, seconds of it, yeah. Or five seconds. Gonna, yeah. Especially with Netflix when five seconds or even a full minute. I could have told you that because I'll watch five seconds of something okay. and then it suggests yeah, well, when you're, based on it for the rest of my life. Okay, yeah. that's and true. And with Netflix, the when you're scrolling through the, movie, with the movies or whatever, 
it'll start playing something that you're that you've landed on. Is that worse than like Nielsen? Is it worse than what Nielsen used to do by just having a specific small selection of people and then say, based on this algorithm, based on this math equation, so, eight hundred million people watched this episode. Well, Nielsen this, could actually get no. a good sampling, but the, but here's the thing. Actual, no, here's the thing with really? streaming: you can actually track all of that. You can know exactly how many households watched it, and you can know exactly how long they watched it, and Where they I ever think, finished it. Yeah. Where with algorithms you were just guessing, right? I think um, what they're gonna what they're gonna have to do is create a third party system. Not saying like Nielsen third party rating. Here's here's the thing. This is what I was getting to. The agreement, part of the agreement with these streaming companies is the streaming companies have to release those numbers to the WGA. Mm -hmm. They don't have to. They couldn't get them to release it publicly. I'm going by all the breakdowns I've heard. I've read through some of the agreement. But well, as yeah, far as I can tell, there are bonuses in there based on performance of. Yes, they good. have to release those numbers. So we are going to get leaks of actual numbers now because there's no way they're going to well, keep a lid on those. But the WGA gets. We're going to get. Actual we're going to get leaks of what the their reporting is numbers. We still won't no, know. No, the it, WGA has to be told by the streaming companies what the actual yeah, numbers. Yeah, but but sure, right now there's yeah. no way to prove what they're telling them is the actual. No, no, oh, no there'll probably create be a lawsuit some, or something later. They're going to have the, to create an, an aberration system, aberrations, arbitration system. I yeah. can get the word out. Thank you. Like they're going to have something in there to to calculate these because the producers are going to try to lowball and then they're going to send a press release saying 8 billion people watch this. Yeah, they're, I so they're think, going to have to find them. I think what they're going to have to do is go to companies like Roku and who, whether, whatever other devices, the Apple TV devices and ask, can you tell us what's being streamed on that device and then send those numbers to us. And then you can compare to what Netflix is telling you. Streaming data transparency. The companies agree to provide the guild subject to a confidentiality agreement. Mm -hmm. The total number of hours streamed both domestically and internationally of self-produced high-budget streaming programs, e.g. a Netflix original series. The guild may share information with the membership in aggregated form. So they're going to have the Nielsen report. They'll have, well, like, like a, a show buzz daily. The thing is, the WGA can. We'll have a Batman this, counts as one. Everything yeah. is higher or lower than that. <laughs> See, that, but, but that is that. a comic fan joke that, unless yeah. you're a true nerd, you will not get. I yes. love that one. That's good. Thank you. But it does mean that people that, like, say the actors on, on One Piece are going to get residuals. How like drunk is everyone by taking your shots every time John has said the word One Piece in this episode? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, it's hard to be subliminal when I'm talking about that. So, or super liminal. <laughs> no, I'm being super liminal. Watch the one well, piece. Since, since we're on the we're on the topic, there were two other things that, like, I guess I wanted to bring up. One of the things in the agreement that seemed odd, and a couple of people have complained about, is now there have to be guaranteed writers' rooms. Like, if you get a job, you in a writers' room, you stay in that writers' room. Like, I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but it was like. Instead of there being like a rotation of writers, it's no, there's going to be six writers on this show and that's it. But the problem being that they were rotating, right? They would buy, they would get a couple of writers who would write a pilot and then they kick them right. off and bring more writers in if the pilot did well. Mm-hmm. And the problem but being they're saying is they, they kept their num their hours so low that they would yes, get, but, the, real but they're saying that the problem, the, the flip side is that there won't be as many writers getting jobs because of that. Yeah, but the writers yeah, that get jobs. Maybe that's always the case. Yeah, but they wanted this. This is something they fought for. Hey, there there were writers that were pointing out, yeah, but that means like where you could flip 
in a writer's room for a couple episodes and then flip some more like you, some of those writers aren't going to get jobs now that's here, too here, bad like you got to cut your teeth man like yeah. this is protecting the people that have the experience because they're bringing here, in the here you go back. dave dave it's uh, development rooms aka pre-greenlit rooms and regular writers rooms for television and high business or high volume et cetera, video et cetera. on series will now have requirements regarding the minimum number of writers who must be hired and the duration of their employment. Right. These new provisions go into effect for seasons where the first episode is written after December 1st, 2023, assuming ratification in October. I understand so, what you're saying, Dave. I understand what the like complaint is, but it's people worrying about something that's not a problem yet. Correct. We something that to, could be a problem. We need to fix right. these other things, and then we'll. And right, then if not, that becomes a problem, then okay, okay maybe. I know they, it was just—it was just one of the things I read that was like a negative about the, yes. the contract. That's all. They—they they have, they have a table actually. The following requirements are triggered depending on the number of episodes ordered, unless a single writer is engaged to write all episodes. So, number of episodes: six or fewer. Minimum number of writers is three. Minimum number of writer producers is three. Number of episodes: six to twelve. Five writers and three writer producers. And then 13 plus is six writers and three writer producers. I'm sorry, what was that, Chris? Every TV show is like 24 episodes long. Yeah. Every season. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. (laughs) No. Which is Um, part of the problem because a lot of those old contracts are based around 24 episode season, 100 episodes to syndication. But here's here's the other thing. Have you heard that like some of the streaming services are going to now start inserting commercials into the shows? I have a lot of more I've heard it. rumors about that, and that they have is to. the streaming service I won't use. It's all coming, man, because they're not making enough. Yeah. Peacock is losing billions of dollars. Sorry, John. I cannot well, it's like you've, did anyone watch that uh, jury duty show? You guys know what I'm talking about? It's like a Fake I saw commercials. I saw commercials for it. I didn't watch it. With Holly really Short, funny. I do recommend it. No, What's it's a new. It's a mock. It's, it's a mock reality duty. show. This guy thinks he's on a jury duty, but he's really in a prank show. A James mock Mar- reality show that would be a James, TV show. Yeah, James Marsden <laughs> is in it. He played playing him like an asshole version of himself. Oh, it's called it's jury actually, duty. It's called jury duty. It's pretty good, but it's on Freeview. 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 What's it called? Freeview. Anyway, I was like, "What's Freeview?" So I look it up. It's Owned by Amazon, it's their ad-supported streaming service. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so you guys just invented fucking TV? Yeah. Like, what, what are we <laughs> doing? Yeah. Amazon has got, a, it's got it's, ads in it. Great. Like, Let's trash all these streaming services and go back to cable. Voodoo, Hulu, they all have ad. Cable's expensive, though. The streaming services are yes. significantly cheaper. But if you have them all. Who has yeah, them that, all? You're dumb if you have them all. I think um, there are people that get them all. Dumb. I have everything ex- except Paramount, and I am paying what a normal person would pay for a full cable with all the yeah, trimmings. But that's because that's only because well, that's I work for Comcast, and I only pay 31 bucks a month for Why? like most of the, the cable bill. Why so. are you doing that? Because I watch a lot of stuff, but I've been thinking about dropping Hulu because they now I've got to watch freaking ads with the stuff, and there's and no reason. You know, my my wife did the great calling of the streaming services. Like, that's coming for me. Max too. gone. Peacock gone. What else? I don't. I don't have to pay for Peacock. Netflix gone. She was just laying waste to everything. See, Netflix Japan world gone. I like, pretty much only gone. watch Max and Hulu. I have to keep Netflix because I can see the Great British Baking Show. But oh hey, did you watch the new episode? Yes. Who are your top three for the season? Oh, my, wife, my wife and I picked three at the end of the first episode. Hey, anime boy, lay out, man. We let you do your thing. 
Let them talk about some cupcakes. I, say, I have love for them. I, I them like to, to bake. I'm, I'm good for the baking. Go Give ahead. them to me, Dave. I'll tell you mine. If you can't remember their names, vague physical description of British people is fine. <laughs> that white guy. J- just describe how dour they are. They're well, it's funny because there's the like Brit- for British people. There's a couple guys. <laughs> it's funny. There's a couple guys on this season that are like fairly masculine compared to the guys that are normally on the show, and I like both of them. Like, um, don't you love that they have a culture where you can have kind of a jockey meathead guy that's also like a baker? Yes, because that just does not happen here. And hey, I'm I like the right guy. here. I know. <laughs> Okay, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about your gluten intolerance. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> We're starting to sound like those podcasts um, that we make fun of. We anyway, gotta go. I'm sorry. We gotta go on. No one is talking thing. about and being railed I, with a dread, my friend. I will say the one girl who was like said Good. she foraged for everything. She drove me nuts. I was just like, oh, I don't like her. She's making it to the end. She's in my top three. I think she's. I think she's making it to the end. She's a good baker, but I just don't like her. Her name's what, Abby. Did, you, did you just say the girl who forged for everything drove you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> Played, sir. Good night, everybody. All right. Now get back here. My work here is done. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I was actually more interested in the new host and how she interacted with Noel. And I think they're like, eh, I liked uh, what's his name? The bald guy. I liked what was the real short lady's name like way back when? Oh, Sandy. Yeah, I liked yeah. Sandy. Anyway. All right, we can start. All right. My- <laughs> That's enough about baking. <laughs> Back to the plot. All right, all right. The next story that we have is oh, JD, this is for you. Oh, Marvel has announced officially they're going to start hearing pitches from writers for the X Men movie. I can so, confirm they have already you, started hearing pitches. Ah, yeah. did you send a pitch in? Me? No, but I do know a name that we would all know that has submitted an interesting pitch. Jonathan Eggman. He's no, not, but I'm trying, not gonna, trying if to you guess it right. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Oh, <laughs> Chris Claremont. Not me. But yes, they are hearing pitches for X Men, which is pretty cool. That is pretty. I don't cool. know why it took so long, but yeah, they've they've owned Fox for five six years now. Like, what the heck? I also find it interesting that I think that's like, the problem of this big machine of having your mm-hmm. movies planned out so far ahead. And that, but that's the thing too. It sounds like they don't even have a plan for the X Men. That's why they're taking pitches. You'd think that they would have come up with a plan as soon as they, well, they take they were pitches for about movies, even if they know what characters they want to use. Correct. Yeah. Unheard of. Mm. So and they also want to know who has an idea that jibes with the uh, vague ideas that they have as well. I, I think JD needs to pitch an idea. At least they're taking pitches instead of the exact saying, okay, this is how it's going to go. They're actively reaching out to people as well. Ah, interesting. That's good. People in the film industry, are they going outside the bounds a little bit? Put it in the (laughs) private chat. This is bullshit. (laughs) I'll tell you after the show. Okay, fine. I think, I would hope they're at least reaching out to a couple comic writers, right? Not just... Yeah. It's Marvel, so they'll probably get some comic-related... Morrison. That would be interesting. I I liked his X-Men stuff. Me too. I thought it was great. Loved his X-Men. All the dorks complaining. Beast looks like a cat. And then Beast looked and then Beast looked like a cat for the next 20 years, you nerds. <laughs> Look what you did. Now he's evil. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Very evil. Hey, you know what? If you're watching this and you've got an idea for the movie, submit it to, to Marvel now. They might take it. Yeah, yeah. Just just show up in California and start hey, telling them. Hey big Kev, I got this idea. <laughs> It's it's 2023. You don't have to go anywhere. That's what Zoom is for. 
You know, this is so, true. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to get a bunch of people to show up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Way more entertaining. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This is the movie that will never die. The Jamie Foxx Spawn movie now has a year for its release, not a date. But they didn't said Jamie Foxx just have a stroke. <laughs> it's going to come out in 2025. But he, yeah, wink. This movie's never coming out. Really? That's what Bloom said, though. Okay. It's Todd. I'm sorry. Dude, it's Todd McFarland. You remember in 1992 how many ads all those image guys solicited for comics that never came out? Yeah. He's as soon talking, as they get the idea, they're t- they're telling you what they're going to do. He has been promoting this second Spawn movie since the year 2000. Well, I was going to say, he also has, on social media and interviews lately, mentioned ideas he still had to fin- oh, He said, it's a shame the strike happened because I was almost done the script. And I'm like... But I thought you had the script done, mm-hmm. and that's why you were casting. And then he also had an interview where he was like, "Oh, here's my advice for anyone who's going to play Spawn." It's like, wait, but Blumhouse is Jamie Fox. Dude, Jamie Fox coming. had a stroke. Jamie Fox ain't playing anybody for a while. Yeah. He he came out with a video where he was acting is another story, man. Like yeah, I'm telling like, you right now, yeah, yeah, yeah going happen. down some stairs or running down the hallway. Yeah, well, that's normal. Yeah, that's that's he, yeah, man. Strokes are no joke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look what it did to um, Pennywise. Yeah, Tim Curry. I think he met the actual spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Uh, what? Yeah, but at least he's not in, in a wheelchair, Jimmy Fox. But true, you're right. It does do a lot to you. So I don't know. But why not just say that? Like, why not just say, okay, we're starting over? Like, why say Jamie Foxx is tied to it and he's, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're sick. I'm fine. And then you have to have a come to Jesus meeting with the guy. You got to have the hype machine keep rolling. You got to keep interest alive or then they'll never make it. That is true. Or when was the last one? It's going to take another 1997. Yeah. Wow. I was in high school. Yep, so we're going That's how on. long ago it was. Yep. I'm it's 44 years old. Yeah, what is that? It's 26 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's Although Michael J. White looks the exact same. That's true. He can still. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Um, Just the hamburger face, and it's fine. That's true. Uh, the last bit of news I have it has been confirmed at an hour and 45 minutes. The Marvels is the shortest of the MCU movies. So at 18 hours. I just want it to be entertaining. I don't care how long it is. I'm so yeah. cold on this. Um, hour and 45 minutes, it says. That's not a bad length for a movie. You can kiss no, It's like a normal out. movie. Marvel movies are the same. So here's a question. Do you guys think they did that on purpose? Because when the movies are longer, they can't have as many show times. No, because if that was an issue, they would have figured that out years ago. Yeah. yeah. The length was a the length was a feature, not a bug. Right? Yeah. 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 You couldn't have told Endgame or Infinity War with only an hour and a half. Each each movie. Yeah, there's probably a little, there's a little trims here and there, but yeah, you probably could have. Eh, no, they needed as much room to breathe as they got. Do we think this movie's going to do well? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Prob- I don't know. I don't know. It's been a really bad year for franchises. Yes, that's the first thing. The other thing but is Barbie did good. The girl power movie. So be it will defy. Not a franchise though. Barbie no, was really good. It wasn't. Uh, but here's the thing said, too. Hey, uh, one of the things. One of the things I keep hearing is. I, like somebody doesn't like one of the ca- actors or characters in the movie. There are people who don't like Brie Larson. There are people who don't like, I can't think of her name. The girl plays Kamala Khan. And it's why. And so they're saying girls and they're icky. 
so they're saying like they're just going to wait for Disney Plus. They're not going to go see this in the theater because of that. I do wonder. I do wonder if there's apathy now for some of these superhero movies in general, and how real that is. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because tomorrow Loki starts. Problem is, let's see, see how it does. Yeah, Loki two starts tomorrow. The Electric Boogaloo. So you guys, you were talking. You guys were talking briefly about Grant Morrison when he took over JLA. Yeah, you guys mentioned it like Mm -hmm. in a recent episode. And how that was such a breath of fresh air. Oh, I loved it. All, yeah. like the main characters. This is the problem Marvel is having now. They're not using any of the main characters. Correct. Because they've gotten so confident because they got Iron Man and Thor popular that they're like, oh, we can do this with anybody. And now we're on the scene. This always happened. This always happens in the comics. They'll have, they'll have an Avengers team that's really cool. Yep. And then they'll start adding in weird Black Knight and characters nobody gives a shit about. Because every writer and has then, their favorites. Every writer has their C-team favorites, right? And you can do one or two, or you can even have a Guardians of the Galaxy here and there, but you can't do it with a whole... You can't do it line-wide with everything all at once. Agreed. And now those guys are all gone. So what do you, I agree. I think that's a big part of the problem. You lost Chris Evans. You lost Robert Downey Jr. And now you're left. I don't know. Falcon's cool, but he's just not Captain America. I don't care how many times Marvel tells me. He's supposed to be Black Panther that came in and filled some of that mantle. I know that didn't quite work. I hear the secret wars is going to wipe the slate clean, which sounds irritating and like a DC kind of move. Oh, cool. You're talking like crisis-y? Yeah. But also, maybe that's not a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Yeah. How many times we've even said it, but I've heard fans say, you have a multiverse now, so you can pull another version of Captain America, a younger actor, out of uh, the multiverse. I that's, know. That's dumb. Just I just, Captain I'd America. like to be done with the multiverse for a while as well. Yeah, I well, think we've overexposed the multiverse as yeah, a society. It's, it's yes. not just Marvel. It's not just DC. It's popular culture has gone multiverse crazy. And I think we're all over it a little bit. Yeah. Agreed. Dude, Iron Man came out 15 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time. Like, we've had three different Batman since then. Right? God, you're right. So I don't think there'd be a problem. Me, anyway, if they just said, hey, you know what? Let's just do Avengers again. Let's just see if that works. Because I'm just not interested in seeing Marvel C-Team. No. Yeah. There's a reason why these books don't last, why the new Warriors doesn't get a 500 issue run. Because it's right. not the Justice League. It's not the Avengers. Yeah. There's always characters they're trying to push. Always. And it's like always new number ones like every year. And you're like, it's not working. If right. you're and playing that card all the time, we know why you're playing that card. And right. every right. writer has their favorite B-team character. Yeah, or like They all see somebody that they think they can do something with. And sometimes it works, like Brian uh, Bendis and Luke Cage, right? Luke Cage was forgotten yeah. about before him, right? But a lot of times you just get, I think you said Black Knight. Nobody's favorite. No one cares about Black Knight. We got a Black Knight tease in Eternals, and that was about it. Yeah, I like John Snow. What do you think with him? <laughs> we, we got a Blade tease there, too, didn't we? That movie's Blade never coming out. I don't, never think that's gonna, I don't think that's going to happen. Me neither. They went back. When, to I, how hard is it to make a Blade movie? I saw yeah. seven of them. And that, how long ago was it they announced? Yeah, that's like five years at this point. Yeah. They made two good ones in the 90s. That's how easy it is to make a good Blade exactly. movie. Yeah. It yeah. never. It's never been started production. So it's like, yeah. yeah. They, don't even, they went back to formula script. They fired the director. Like when I heard that, I'm like, it's over. We're not getting a Blade movie. Yeah. He's And as an actor, he's going to just want to move on. If he hasn't already, and they just haven't yeah. told us. 
It's possible. Yeah. Because everyone got super excited for the blade thing, and now it's gone. When did we get a blade tease? Was that in the, Was that in Eternals? Yeah, that was the yeah, turn. He was voice. He was supposed to be the voice. That movie fucking sucked, man. That movie did suck. God, I, that's that was the movie that could have been a series. That needed. That's not even movie. a C team. That's a Z team. The, yeah. the arrogance. The arrogance. arrogance. We can make go. the Eternals. Jack freaking Kirby couldn't make the Eternals interesting. <sighs> All right. Neil Gaiman made the Eternals interesting. Yeah, for a little bit. That's Neil Gaiman, though. He could make up. He could think, make a, uh, a can of spam interesting. Come on. I think it's time to take another commercial break so we, we can come spam. back and bitch about another movie. Uh, and this one's for JD. Wow, the stinger. Timmy, I'm from the Dream Come True Fantasy Contest. You ready to wrestle? You bet. Mom, Dad, it's really him. Hold on. Okay, now I'm ready. Yeah! Real. Yeah! Don't count on Sprite to do anything but quench your thirst. Wanna go After these messages, we'll be right back. God, I love that commercial <laughs> so <laughs> much. It's aged. Dave sent that to me today, and I said, please make this the commercial for the show. It is so funny. It's held up so well. Yeah, and Sting is yeah. still wrestling. That commercial it came, from up, it came up in my reels, and I'm like, oh, this is so JD's. That's why I sent oh, it to I, you. Oh, I love this one. Again, Sting, still wrestling. Just saw him. Eh, nobody wrestling. retires anymore. No, <laughs> not Sting. Sting's 64 years old. He's the man. Wow. Look at all the actors in this uh, movie we're going to talk about that are the ones that are still alive. All still acting. That's true. So weird. Twenty year. It's a 20-year-old movie. Crazy. All right. Yes. Yeah, so here we are. We're talking about a real piece a- of shit. A twenty-year-old movie. I don't know why we're doing this to ourselves. Daredevil last week, two thousand three. Ben Affleck, Jennifer Garner, and oh my god, Michael uh, Clark Duncan, Michael Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, John Favreau, yeah. bunch of other talented people making a piece of garbage. Ellen Pompeo was Ellen Pompeo was a Karen Page, yeah, yeah, for a second, for a second, yeah. Like, it depends. I don't do... she, there was a lot more of her in the director's cut that I watched. No one asked you to watch the director's cut. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a lot of laundry to fold. I'm not going to worry about spoilers because this it's is a 20 year old movie. Yeah. Um, everybody's, movie. Like, everybody's crapped on. So I'm going to ask first question going around the room Did you guys see this when it came out in the theater in 2003? And we'll start with Chris. Probably. <laughs> it's about the size of how much yeah. you threw me off with your question I was going to do this whole thing like this movie has it all Tom Hanks, Daniel Craig Jude Law Road to Perdition is <laughs> the best comic book movie ever made <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. that was uh, a good movie actually you mentioned it yeah. I like Road Red was yeah. a good comic book I, because movie because the follow up is did you see it and what do you remember what you thought after you saw it? I remember, it? I know I've seen it before I watched it just now, but yeah. I don't remember when. Probably the theater, maybe from Blockbuster it's a few months later. Right. I remember That's it being right. just like a, a wet fart at the time, and it maintains its wet fart status now. Is this the most miscast movie ever made? It's one of them. Top Everybody high. in it. Everyone. It should be someone else. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Except Favreau. He was he's, a good foggy. He's all right. He's he's, well, he's he was very foggy-ish in this. What about you, JD? Do you remember when you first saw? Oh, opening day. 
I remember I was in college. I took my girlfriend, now my wife, to go see it. Like, the, and she I thought still married trailer, you? Oh. Yeah, we saw a lot of bad movies together. Like, I was actually excited to see this movie because the trailers were cool. And Ben Affleck was cool at the time. And I didn't know, I didn't watch Alias, so I didn't know much about Jennifer Garner, but I remember thinking, she's a little white bread for Electra. I'm sure it's, oh, Michael Clark Duncan, that's inspired casting. Because I can't think of any <laughs> white guys that look like that. All right, that's good casting. Okay, I'm in. I'm gonna, what a piece of shit. And I left the theater and I looked at my future wife and I said, what a piece of shit. I hated it from moment one. Yeah. And she bad. looked and you said, I love you now. <laughs> no, she, we've seen a lot of bad movies together. And she'll, she likes, my wife likes superhero stuff. So she will always go see those. And it just fucking blew chunks. Okay. What about you, John? I saw it. I don't remember seeing it, but I, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember it. I thought you loved it. I know. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, now I can stand it. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, this is a great 90s movie. It is a Made in 90s 2003. Movie. See, I take offense to that because Blade was made five years before this and is significant in the 90s and is significantly better. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But the whole. Most of my favorite things are from the 90s. So but yeah, the whole... I guess I should also be offended. The music track. The cinematography, everything was pure oh, '90s in that. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, it was. It was oh, '90s. That's new metal. That yeah, is. That's... That is early 2000s well, new metal. Yeah. Evanescence, but Evanescence that's... was in everything in the early 2000s. So. But it's a whole soundtrack is early God, 2000s. The soundtrack is so bad. Yeah, also, the soundtrack uh, was horrible, by the way. It was also, so um, I to be. Uh, it was so on point as we we were talking about superliminal before. It's like kingpins shown in the first oh. scene is like in the back in the background. It's a like band going. It's a bad man. It's a bad. Man. It's There's man. nothing subtle about this movie. Nothing no. at all. I did. I did. I, did, I do have an essence. Wake me up inside. That's the jam still. Yeah. I, oh no, they rock. But there were so many things about this movie that all right. just didn't I, make I've, sense. I've anyway. just lost some respect for James. Uh, my standards for superheroes are low. I enjoyed it. I loved Ghost Rider. My taste is questionable. Ghost yes. Rider was okay. I I've like never that. seen a Ghost Rider movie. The first Ghost Rider really? is silly Nicolas Cage. Yes. I've not seen it. It's it's schlocky, but it's because it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's fun. The it's second Nicolas Ghost Cage Rider without the bees. is really bad. The bees always have the bees in the one movie. That's such a... Yeah. It is a king was of a, I remember going... <laughs> to see this movie because at that point we had spider-man and the x-men right yeah. so i like had fairly high expectations for this movie that was the and problem. i and i was <laughs> one of those like i came out of it and i was trying to be like it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad <laughs> trying to sound, convince you sound like a real comic book guy yeah exactly uh, yeah come on guys it's like come on we got tears dude that was me coming yeah. out of green lantern <laughs> is trying to justify it wasn't that bad there was a lot of good things as with terrible it. as this movie is after i watched it i said i wish comic book movies were still this bad because what has good comic book movies done for comic books nothing, nothing. nobody right. reads more comic books aren't better you know what i mean so who gives a shit that's a really that's a very dystopian outlook but i can't argue it at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I can't even figure out what's the plot of this movie. Seriously. We're going to regurgitate Frank. We taught Chad GBT to read Frank Miller's Daredevil and outputted this script. I can't. You guys read the wrong Frank Miller Daredevil, too, to prepare for this. They should read yeah, true. 
No, not Born Again. Oh, you read. You should have read the one that he wrote as a Daredevil script in the late 80s and then turned into a comic book with J.R.J.R., the man without fear. Oh, yeah. In the early 90s. Because that's what this that's what this movie is trying partly, but, I think, was trying to be. No, but it is Colin, Fer- Colin Farrell, in order to prepare for playing what is it, dead shot? No, what bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> it, Frank Miller Daredevil. He read that in order to prepare. I would assume and then, they and then all he just played that. Kurga from Highlander. Well, here's my question. Like having seen he- the Batman, Colin Farrell would have made a better kingpin now. We know that now. So here's what's crazy. Yeah, he had a fat suit back then. He was actually really good as the penguin. I think we all, yeah, when that casting was happened, really good. Yeah. we all went, what? And that yeah. wound up being pretty good. I know. No, I, I, this, makeup. Yeah. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. This was script and directing. Oh, yeah. This, this, this and, and editing. This was not the actor's fault at all, I don't think. Well, uh, it was the writer's uh, fault, too. And then really. Yeah, just make choices. Matt, yeah, or Ben Affleck was really. Hmm. Not good. He'll yeah. tell you he wasn't good in this movie. Do you know who yeah. else was considered for the part of Daredevil? Jennifer Garner is out of her depth. She cannot play like Elektra as the no. Elektra we know from no. like. She's books. so miscast. Like She's this, so horribly miscast. Like so, a psychotic like woman who lives for danger. She could never play that. Why is she in this movie? It's not. It, it, they should have just called her something else. She's not yeah, even really she Elektra. Should have been somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. She should have yeah. been Karen Page. Electric nachos. That would have worked. Electric nachos is one of my favorite gags of all time. <laughs> the people that were considered for the parts for Daredevil, it was Did you Vin Diesel. This movie? It's yeah. Vin Wait. Diesel, Guy Pierce, Matt Damon, and Colin Farrell. They're all bad then, choices. Yeah, Colin Farrell came back and played uh, Bullseye. Also but a bad for, choice. For the part of Electric Nachos, Selma Hayek, Penelope Cruz, Kate Winslet. Huh? And and Natalie Portman. Huh? <laughs> Selma Hayek three. Selma could have been a Worked. This is the time period where it's the rest, like no. Penelope Cruz maybe, but the thought process was we've so got to put big names in the movie so people will come see these comic book movies. The problem with every time they make a movie like this is they go with big names, not people that can actually represent the characters well, right? Or do the the, the stunts. <laughs> no, the problem with this movie is their impatience, like a Jeff Johns movie. Mm. Why are there three villains in this movie mm. and the origin for a character that nobody knows? Mm-hmm. They're trying to do too. They're trying to do so much. He's having this heartfelt thing with Electra. I'm like, you've been in two scenes together. What? One of them was like, like there was like, none of it was earned. It was yeah. The it final. Was, there was more in the director's is, cut. Oh actually, I watched the director's cut, John. Yeah, but yeah, but there was way more in the director's cut. I mean, but just because like, of more doesn't mean it's better. But it wasn't you, better. You sound like me after I went and saw it in the theater. No, trust me, there's something there. I know it was. Again, this goes back to what we were saying in the beginning about One Piece. They take, everybody take a drink. The amount of backstory that you get helps you understand the characters better. It makes the movie feel better. There's more motivation. Backstory doesn't have to be shown. Too. That's why it's Well, back. yeah, but in this case, I mean, it was more character interactions. It wasn't like the whole Disney, I've met you and now I want to marry you thing. But it I don't was, need to see more interactions, interactions of people who shouldn't be playing the roles that they're playing. But yeah, and that's the, pro- that's the problem, though. It made more sense but not enough to make it help. This movie not should be Matt Murdock, whatever, becoming blind, realizing he has powers, becoming Daredevil, and at the same time, the kingpin rising in the ranks through a criminal organization and taking over the city. 
That's it. So now that you're talking about a series, though. No, that's, should, that, you could do that in a movie. Yeah, that's that's another thing with the origin in this movie. He loses his sight, and uh, you know, automatically starts realizing he has these powers. But then all of a sudden, he can fight and do all this crazy stuff like Spider-Man. Yeah, where, why, why can he jump for a hundred feet and not break? Right. Through? So like, all of a sudden, he can do all this stuff that makes no sense. And it became he, a all ninja. of a sudden he knows karate. No, yes, that's it, not how that works. He should also yeah. like. Just like Superman, he should not be wearing gloves because he should be feeling everything. Yeah, and his represent the representation of how he could see was like he keeps you have to knock on things. If you have to knock on things to keep seeing, you're not a superhero. And that's a little bit better than being blind, but not much, especially when I have a question, and I'm a little embarrassed to ask this as a fan of the character. The sleep deprivation tank that was invented for the movie, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're yeah you're sloth off. After yeah, you can't sleep like that. You, you can't. <laughs> right, but Your I'm saying that wasn't a thing in the last. I, exactly, but I'm saying that's not a thing that was in the comics either. Like all know. of a sudden, he's sleeping in a deprivation tank. And Movies like, are always way more worried about how the powers work than comic books. They got a bunch of people like John O'Grady sitting in yeah, there, and that's trying why to the, find logic. And no, if they had me there, it would make sense. It makes no sense. But that's also why the movies are uninteresting because they're so focused on that. And hold on. Here's something too. I want. I thought about this when I was watching the movie. I wanted to point it out. They made this effort of showing him as a blind man trying to prepare for his day. Right? He's going through his suits and he's got the the braille on each suit, so he knows which suit it is. He's doing real blind people stuff that he doesn't need to do <laughs> because he's there. He's not really blind. Yeah. But exactly, that's the first problem. He can actually feel the color or something. Mm-hmm. He was supposed but to be able to some do that, comic right? book bullshit. I can feel color. He was supposed but, to be able to feel like the indentations in paper it's money cool. and be able to tell a it's, five from a ten. Or right. make them dare but that's the thing too. He pulls out a he pulls out a five and folds it one way, and a ten and folds it and a twenty another. So he's only going to carry thirty five bucks with him in two thousand three. Well, they're, they're not going to show you him doing that to like hundreds of dollars. But like you saw him take one bill out and then close the container that the yeah, money was yeah. in. That, he has that a credit so card. Exactly. That's the other thing. I don't no. care. I don't carry cash on me anymore. Everything's on the everything's on my phone. I felt close to him on this one. <laughs> yeah, but again, just the, the representation of how he could quote unquote see. There's no way he could do what he could do. Even when even the sound design in the fight in the bar made it there it felt like they were trying to show you what he was hearing. But if that's what I was hearing, I'd be curled up in a corner. Or I would go mad. That's, no, why, he's that's why he's, he's a, a superhero. superhero. <laughs> I know. That's that's weird, I mean, that that's was a why weird he choice. doesn't need the deprivation tank. Right. He should that be is, able to have a level of control over it. Because right, he is a superhero. And that's, but that's the whole thing, right. too. Because and then, then that's when they create this weakness that too much sound drives them nuts. Yeah, Which is why I turned up the volume on his, done his stereo. In in his yeah. That's the other thing. Wait, it's so inconsistent because he listens to his stereo full blast to block out the other sounds. But when it that... Hurt Wouldn't him? that like, kill you? Yeah. Sometimes I, I just got to hear my music to focus. <laughs> God, this movie <laughs> fucking sucks. At 1,000 so bad. Can I pitch a better opening to this movie based on the footage that they have? Well, so, hopefully it's not the... All right. the... So it opens, just opens with the credits. And during the credits, like a young kid and his dad, who's the fighter, all this... All that stuff is happening, but you're not like hearing any dialogue. Right. It's just credits like happening. And then you see him get... You Some see new, him get injured, and then it's whatever, directed by. And then it opens with the only good scene, 
where the kid's in the hospital room and he's like learning his powers. And that's like where you start the movie. I'd be okay with that. Instead of in yeah. media's res where they just started because, right in the middle. and Because I could almost hear the, was it the, the so voice? So take care of the right? origin and wow, the like I'm opening credits. That's another day. thing too, right? This is such a, a early, late 90s, early 2000 movie where you've got everyone's credits at the beginning of the movie and it's just shots of the city with their names and stuff. And it's yeah, that's, really cool credits yet. Really bad CGI rendering of a where, city. So exactly, like if you just intermixed you know what the origin been, story? Yeah. You know what would have been a better movie? Is if we saw what happened to the rest of that stuff that fell in the sewer and say it fell onto some turtles. So maybe turtles. Yeah, 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 right. That would have been better. Maybe they learned martial arts. Maybe. From, from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this did start with him, like the whole, I'm having a bad day. But three days ago, and it's just the whole. It has voiceover thing. narration, which I almost universally hate. At all times. I don't have an, an issue with the noir. I have an issue with... I do. That was the majority of the dialogue in this movie. If you take the narration out of this movie, there's about five lines spoken between the characters. Yeah. And you still don't need that narration. And quite frankly, if Frank Miller had made this, there would have been even more narration in this movie. That's true, too. Yeah. But yeah, like... Oh, and that's another scene that bothered me so much is... Electra's father's death. They're just down the street and dead shot. I'm sorry. Bullseye throws. <laughs> You're both doing it. <laughs> throws Deadpool. Deadpool. Daredevils. <laughs> uh, continue. I'm just going to see who's in this movie. That, that Who did Dave think was in this movie? Throws the club, which Daredevil dodges. And then it hits his father. He didn't dodge. He was trying to grab it. He tries to grab it. He was trying to grab it. The motorcycle exploded. And then in the next scene, there's no motorcycle there. And it flies right through to hit him. Not only that, like, she's standing there. She knew they were fighting. And she didn't see that he, that it was a bullseye that threw it. Like, there's this thing called the plot. And if it doesn't serve the plot, it doesn't. We need the conflict. Too. Because, I know, but it takes two seconds conflict. to put her in an actual position where she couldn't see it. Where it was like, she was just right there. She could have seen. What here's, was that? Here's the problem with this movie, guys. It's, it exists. <laughs> it exists. The problem? The singular? It exists. That's the That's problem with true. this movie. It, it, they go. made it. Case they, closed. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't understand the characters. They didn't understand how to cast it. They didn't understand how to. I can't. This is the same guy that made Blade, right? Is it? Mark Steven Johnson, uh, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible follow-up. Yeah. yeah Mark which is why he doesn't Johnson. come back to direct, which is why Blade is fine, but Blade 2 is significantly better. Why? Benicio Del Toro. That guy got lucky by having good casting, right? You take Wesley Snipes out of Blade and Steven Dorff out of Blade and put in two other random dudes, doesn't and work. going to be Blade. Right? I am going to say this. The, the budget for the movie was $79 million. And it made $179 million in the box office. Oh, it made well, money. Yeah. So that's it was an Electra thing. movie, so we knew it made money. But that was the thing, too. Why did they follow it with Electra instead of Because but here's the thing, though. It made a lot of money. It's, it's like Batman versus Superman. It made a lot of money, but everybody universally agreed that it sucks. Yeah. yeah. And it should have probably made more. They, sure. they didn't have Rotten Tomatoes back then, so you... No, we all knew. Everybody knew. The internet existed. <laughs> People bitched. People were like, this movie fucking sucks. Everybody was talking about how bad it was. That's why Ben Affleck was trying to distance himself from it as soon as he had the chance. <sighs> and then well, making... the other thing is, a, a bad superhero movie when there's not that many superhero movies. But like I said, people wouldn't... It's the only it, game it in had, town. But it had a good opening weekend. That's the yeah. thing. 
the majority of this movie, which like all movies, but the vast majority of this money was made in that opening weekend. And right. it had terrible buzz afterwards. But again, like you said, superhero movie is a year after, no, six months after Spider-Man. Yeah. Which was yeah. a good movie. Yeah, exactly. So people were like, oh, hey, superhero movies are cool. Let's go see this Daredevil. Ben Affleck, he's pretty cool. Right. And you and should get a regard at the height of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, you should be able her. to make a good Daredevil movie for a few reasons. We've talked about this before, but DC has like the perennial. They have Watchmen. They have the Dark Knight Returns. They have the Killing Joke. They have the like perennial graphic novels, right? Mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't really have those things. No. Except when it comes to Daredevil. They have Born yeah, Again. Sure. They have The Man Without Fear. Electra Assassin. You know, there's really a lot of Daredevil self-contained stories. It should be able to make a movie out of it. Because Daredevil is w- this weird character in the Marvel He's Universe. He's a B-list character. Yeah, he exists on his own better than any other superhero they have. True. Right? Like he doesn't need that interaction with the rest of his universe, which is what Frank Miller did. Frank Miller had Daredevil doing his own thing for a while and it just works better with that character. That's why you get great writers on him all the time too. Always too. Cause everyone, cause Frank Miller did. And it just, there's something like he's Marvel's Batman, right? That's the other thing. Like this movie feels like they took a lot from the 89 Batman. Yeah. And the crow and the crow. Yeah. That 89 Batman movie, which is not, I don't like it very much, but it has a very long shadow. But again, cast, the, casting, that movie was made on casting. You put different right, people in those roles, true. it doesn't work. You had Michael mm-hmm. Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Legends. But the whole, the main villain killed the parent of the hero. Yeah. Bit. It's, oh, it's yeah. Like, it's this movie wants to, and that's the thing too, is in a lesser, the hands of a lesser creator, Daredevil just becomes Batman. Right, yeah, and Daredevil can't be Batman, but so many writers have their Batman pitch, and then they wind up trying to do it on Daredevil. Like none of the good ones, but there's plenty of Daredevil arcs that from lesser writers who very clearly, oh, you just want to do Batman. Yeah, we we see it on Spider Man too. People, yeah, we, uh, when, yeah, same. Yeah, you didn't get to do your Batman arc, and this is Mark Steven Johnson never got to do Batman, so he gets to do Daredevil. And so we do the better flick being tortured. So we get a red leather suit that would not be very flexible for all those acrobatics, but and not <laughs> having spent a lot of time. Pleather, yeah. man. He, but he didn't keep his power secret at all. Everyone, everybody knew that he. I'm like, how, how does she not know? How does Electra not know that he's not actually seeing her after the fight and everything? How does his friend Foggy not know that he doesn't have powers when he can just he turns around in the middle of a coffee shop? And it's, oh, there's a hot girl who's about to walk into scene. It's like, smelled how do you not know he doesn't have super? Why did he have to meet Electra in this? Why isn't it? So in the, you guys read the, recently read the Frank Miller stuff, right? When yeah. like her Electra's introduced. Right. Do you, you get the origin of when he, she, they meet like in college or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, we didn't so, get that yet. We didn't, no, no, okay. yeah, yeah. We didn't no, we, get that far into it. A right. Little, a little bit. No, we didn't get the whole story. We just get the, well, we, yeah, we got the meeting, the, the yeah, first right. meeting. But it was still like, like here's your new hot superhero girlfriend, take her out of the box type. You it's, know? it's weird she to me have... that they made the choice to make them meet now as adults, and then she doesn't really seem to have any of the past that she that her character well, has. Gosh, it almost take, you almost take, almost, like not... <laughs> they almost take away everything that's interesting about the character. Yeah, weird. They don't actually like the character. This, we're still, too, in an era where you made this, you were starting to embrace little bits of, of the comics, but you weren't all there yet. Remember, we had organic web shooters. 
True. Yep. We had to translate it for people. Yeah, we had the X Men in black leather, which is where the Daredevil leather comes from, yeah. because like we couldn't make it too right. Like Batman in a black suit work just works better, I think. I'm a firm believer that the gray and black or gray and blue just doesn't work in film. But that sets a bad precedence because then people think they have to do that with comic books. We have to make it different for the normal people. Like you can't have Bullseye just wearing a, a mask. He has to have a fucking dumbass scar in his head. Oh, the Irish for some well, reason. Well, that's, that's the crazy thing about this man without fear. Daredevil is in the in his costume for a few panels, but you don't notice it mm-hmm. because. Frank Miller understands the character and he's trying to, he's like, how much of this stuff can I strip away to get down to who these characters are? As opposed to Hollywood's like, how much of this can we put away? Cause we don't like it. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, like, Drew Goddard really did a great job with that TV series. That first yeah. season Netflix. Oh God. Yeah. This made me really appreciate that a lot more. And that's, what's funny. That was one of the, the few lines that Colin Farrell got in the movie was, I want a costume. And yet, doesn't have a costume. He doesn't have a costume. <laughs> like, he has a duster. That's not a costume. I'm aware. <laughs> yep. Like that was their opportunity to put him in the mask, but no, they they chickened out. Or to I don't know, show up looking for Daredevil. So when he kills Electra's dad, maybe she mistakes him that way. There that you go. A little bit more sense. A little bit. God, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel, JD? No, because this shouldn't have been bad. Should have this shouldn't be a week. good movie. This should not have been a hard movie to make. There's enough. No. Go- Frank Miller gave you enough stuff. I don't even love the Frank Miller stuff, like I said, but he gave you the bare bones of what should make a great movie. This shouldn't have been hard. Yeah. So yet, here we are. And, he also and even ca- wrote a movie script. Yeah. <laughs> the casting was Frank opportunistic. Miller movie script. I saw the spirit. Oh, yeah. Well, this the was casting- in the 80s when he was trying. That's true. Fair. The casting was opportunistic. The sound design was horrible. The storyline was just pure '90s brooding, spoken in mumbles, and you know, and 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 the main characters had almost nothing to do with each other, really. Like they, there was no chemistry, and uh, yeah, I got nothing else. It's just it was horrible, pretty much all around. I had the director's cut. It's was it 133 minutes, and I don't even remember watching some of it because I was just folding laundry and i could not keep i couldn't it's just there's too much crap in there that was just like oh they're brooding again i'll just fold a few shirts while this is going on don says remember when bullseye was hawkeye for the dark avengers oh good shit i do remember that that was a good that was awesome that would work that was a fun that was that was good stuff that was see that's the thunderbolts i was hoping we would get the dark avengers thunderbolts that's what i thought we were gonna get yeah we're not gonna get that and get some dumb shit with people yeah. I don't give, fucking care about. That would be fun. Norman Osborn was great running that whole man. That's a series we should revisit. Like I know Warren Ellis is persona non grata now, but his Thunderbolts run leading into Brian Bendis's Dark Avengers that was good. Those were good comics. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'd much rather talk about that than this movie. <laughs> I know I should have been here last week. We could have talked more Daredevil comics. I know we talked a legendary run on Daredevil, and we're talking. I tell you what, I was a little hard on Frank Miller last week, but God damn, this movie is just so bad. <laughs> it's rough. I don't think it has any redeem. Remember the part where Bullseye is literally catching falling glass and then spilling it out like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's such bad computer animation. And physics just has no claim on this. Physics has no claim on any of this, John. They're superheroes. Like you say they're, that, they're but a blind guy who he's a blind guy who does Spider-Man stuff. But but the thing is, if you're going to have rules, and there are some rules, you got to stick with them. 
And having Spider-Man jumping a hundred feet down and not breaking both legs, yes. Daredevil, no. He should have. He should have died right. jumping off the side of that building. If in the, the movie is good, plausible deniability is a thing. Rules don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stri- there's only so much you can stretch plausible deniability no, before, you can do before it becomes complete deniability. The Fantastic Four comic book has proven that it doesn't. Rules don't matter if the story is good. See. Dave said, fuck y'all. Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, Dave, that's how much I dislike this movie. I guess that's our key to wrap it up after about two hours on the show. <laughs> yeah, Dave lost power now. It's catchy. So, <laughs> no, he did. It's communicable. I guess we'll I guess we'll do that thing. We're gonna let's put a bow on this. Would you recommend this to a dying person with cancer? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. No, me neither. No. Live your life. There's not, way better things you could do with that. Not a chance. Yes. I right. it barely for me, it barely rates folding laundry, man. I, I mean, recommend I would actually... the Man Without Fear. Yeah. Has some good John Romita Jr. art. Or Born Again, David Mazzucchelli. No one's ever drawn superheroes better. Nope. Or even I busted out the old omnibus of the Frank Miller stuff. Also great. You guys didn't talk I about the art at, at all. I was, I was a little, about to get that. Yeah. little disappointed. We focused yeah. on writing probably a little too much. I agree with that. Yeah. Klaus so, Jansen I... Inks. Great. Klaus Jansen Inks. One of the best ever. You also color a lot of it. What did we learn this week, or what, or do we have any recommendations, John? Oh my God, Mikai. God bless you. Jeez, War World, the new animated DC, was it Super Friends movie? War World came out with it. They've started. They've rebooted the animated universe too. And of course they have. The yeah, but the art, the artistry, and the the storytelling is actually really good in this. So I would suggest this one. I'll check it out. Oh, Dave's back. I was putting a fork in it while you were gone because I didn't know if you were coming back. Yeah, we're wrapping up. I texted John. My browser locked up, so I had to restart the browser. We we all agree the movie sucks, and we were doing recommendations and what. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm a professional. Like you texted me, but I have the sound off of my phone because I don't want to interrupt the podcast. I would like John Don suggested we watch The Crow to cleanse the palate. I'm not opposed to it. I haven't seen The Crow in years. I'd love to give that a revisit. I don't know if that's aged well, to be honest with you. Dying in the hospital, I watched a pirate version of Iron Man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, oh yeah, this movie wasn't available anywhere to stream, so I was going to watch it in my basement on my theater surround sound i ended up watching on my laptop less than legally and so i thank you for that because then i didn't have that tells you something that even the streaming services won't touch this i own the dvd because my wife is a completist (laughs) (laughs) even though you both hated it oh yeah i'd have it all hey i own the director's cut blu-rays chris what do you recommend what did you learn (laughs) i didn't learn anything i recommend those previously mentioned daredevil comics also if you're in indianapolis for some reason on October 21st, it's a Saturday. We're doing a book fair at the Central Library. I'll be one of the featured authors. It's meet an author, be an author. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Come on down. It's all day kind of thing. I'll have a table, sell my books, chat. People are doing reading from their books. They're doing panels, talks, all kinds of stuff. It'll be fun. Awesome. I have learned that sometimes you can learn that when you watch a movie when you're young and you go back and look at it, sometimes it doesn't age well. But if you watch a movie when you're young and you're like, this is ass cheeks, you can go back and realize that you were right that entire time <laughs> and it does not get better. This movie stinks. And I will recommend not seeing Daredevil. 
There, we saved you. John already we saved went. You two hours. John yeah. already went. You're up, boss. I learned that this movie was worse than I remembered. I agree with that, by the way. Yeah. I'm hard on it, but it's, and, it is. And, it's and I do think, it, yeah, to be honest, it's like after you got the Endgame saga and you saw how good superhero movies can be, you go back and look at this and it's, wow, they weren't even trying. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, pretty much. And, that, like, and not that, the good Star Trek kind. <laughs> that, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it was. Yeah, I will recommend, let's see, that you go to Superhero Speak. Actually, you know what? First, I'm going to recommend if you're in an area and you can see the Cirque de Paranormal, go see it. It's actually a fun show. It's about two hours, and it's a lot of fun. It's 18 plus. Do not bring your kids. There are some very, there are some pretty adult jokes in it. No I wondered about your leather face at the beginning. I was like, are, kid, are there kids at this? But anyway. Yeah, no, it was all adults. Yes, I also... <laughs> I also recommend that if you're here, click that subscribe button, click that bell for notifications, so you don't miss us when we go live on Sunday nights right here on this channel. As long as and as long as JD has power. And also, I also recommend you go over to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page, comic book reviews by our good friend Chris, and so much more. All right. And on that note, yeah, I guess it's going to be The Crow next week. Unless someone comes up with a better idea. I will always associate the crow with that. Read more stone, comics. With that Stone Temple pilot song that was in the commercials that I don't oh, actually geez. think is in the movie. <laughs> That's a good question. You know what? I'll have to look that up. All right. Well, on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let your cape go out the door. Have a good week. <laughs>